turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Hey guys, it's Morgan Zeckers. Welcome back to the show. If you haven't yet hit subscribe, today's a shorter episode and we're just going to talk about one thing today. And it's a story from technologyreview.com, MIT Technology Review. It's about a startup that is sending balloons of chemicals up into the air to try and fight climate change. Now, I'm not going to go too deep into the rabbit hole on chemtrails and on what I think could potentially be happening out there because, hey, you never know. But I will say, I think something sketchy is going on. And when I see stories like this, they catch my attention and I want to share them with you. So let's get into it. Okay, before we get into it, have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt really soft in the store, but then as soon as you actually shower and go to dry off, you are still wet after using your towel. It's basically a towel leaving you out to dry. That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow towels, towels at work. I know it's mind-blowing. Towels that actually dry you. They're six-piece towels that includes two bath towels, two hand towels, two washcloths. They come in a variety of colors, and right now... You can receive a six-piece towel set for $39.98 with promo code MORGAN. Go to MyPillow.com right now and use promo code MORGAN. There's 10-year warranty, 60-day money-back guarantee. That's right, people. If you want to match me, then you got to get a bunch of green plants, put eucalyptus in the shower, and get white and black towels. Well, bam, the contrast with the green is so nice and natural. With the sunlight coming in in the morning, I'm telling you it's good, and then finished off with a nice cold shower you know, do a normal shower and then do like 30 seconds to 60 seconds of a nice cold shower. Really gets your day going off well. With that being said, let's get into the first topic. On Christmas Eve of all days, technologyreview.com did an article and I wanted to read it for you. It's called Climate Change. A startup says it's begun releasing particles into the atmosphere in an effort to tweak the climate. The organization is called Make Sunsets, and Make Sunsets is already attempting to earn revenue for geoengineering, a move likely to provoke widespread criticism. This is by James Temple. A startup claims it has launched weather balloons that may have released reflective sulfur particles in the stratosphere, potentially crossing a controversial barrier in the field of solar engineering. Geoengineering refers to deliberate efforts to manipulate the climate by reflecting more sunlight back into space, mimicking a natural process that occurs in the aftermath of large volcanic eruptions. In theory, spraying sulfur and similar, similar particles in sufficient quantities could potentially ease global warming. It's not technically difficult to release such compounds into the stratosphere, but scientists have mostly, though not entirely, refrained from carrying out even small-scale outdoor experiments. It's not clear that any have yet injected materials into that specific layer of the atmosphere in the context of geoengineering-related research. That's in part because it's highly controversial. Little is known about the real-world effects of such deliberate interventions at large scales, but they could have dangerous side effects. The impacts could also be worse in some regions than others, which could provoke geopolitical conflicts. Some researchers who have long studied the technology are deeply troubled that the company makes sunsets, appears to have moved forward with launches from a site in Mexico without any public engagement or scientific scrutiny. 
it's already attempting to sell, quote, cooling credits for future balloon flights that could carry larger payloads. Several researchers at MIT Technology Review condemned the effort to commercialize geoengineering at this early stage. Some potential investors and customers who have reviewed the company's proposals say that it's not a serious scientific effort or a credible business, but more of an attention grab designed to stir up controversy in the field. Luke Eisman, the co-founder and CEO of Make Sunsets, acknowledges that the effort is part entrepreneurial and part provocation, an act of geoengineering activism. You see, you guys, when we when we have activism and the seeking of profits all combined into one around climate change, then we start to see some sticky problems. He says he hopes that by moving ahead in the controversial space, the startup will help drive the public debate and push forward a scientific field that has faced great difficulty carrying out small-scale field experiments amid criticism. He says, quote, we joke slash not joke that this is partly a company and partly a cult. So people that are concerned about climate change, which AOC almost 10 years ago at this point, (laughs) said that in 10 years, the world is going to end because of climate change. And people say that we need to shut down entire economies and embrace socialism and communism over capitalism. They have all of these huge demands that are going to tank the international economy and remove freedom from individual human beings on a scale that we have never seen before. The demands that they are making. These are the kind of people that think it's okay to now bring activism into experimental things like releasing things into the air that could potentially cause environmental and human health issues. How is this appropriate in any way? To me, this is the same as seeing like a Greta Thunberg, who's like, she was a 16-year-old put on stage because adults and people wanted to drive a certain narrative. They're also dangerous with the implementation of their environmental policies already. We're seeing the price of gas so high because what do they do? They shut down pipelines. We are going to see people in Europe die of cold weather this year more than they have in a very long time because we're living in first world conditions, but our politicians want to bring us back to the dark ages for some reason, all in the name of climate change. So I don't really trust them to now take this a step further and call themselves a cult all while experimenting with no oversight. Okay. Very, very concerning stuff. Eisman, previously a director of hardware at Y Combinator, says he expects to be called out by both geoengineering critics and researchers in the field for taking such a step. And he recognizes that, quote, making me look like the Bond villain is going to be helpful for certain groups. I mean, he's the one who called himself a cult. So, but he says climate change is such a grave threat (laughs) and the world has moved so slowly to address the underlying problem that more radical interventions are now required. What does this sound like? Sounds like COVID, where they create a vaccine in less than a year, and they force us to take it and threaten to take away everybody's jobs if you don't agree to do it. And now the science has already come out in just a couple years. The science is already coming out that it's quite dangerous and risky to take. They had healthy people, healthy young people take it, and it was a mistake. But now you have these same people with this crisis mentality pushing us to experiment in even more dangerous ways by what playing with weather, playing with climate quote. It's morally wrong in my opinion for us to not be doing this. Remember when AOC said, I'd rather be morally right than factually correct. Reminds me of that. I wish I had my button board today. 
He says, what's important is to, quote, do this as quickly and safely as we can. Okay, Fauci. Fauci of climate change, but he calls himself a cult leader. Wildly premature. But dedicated experts in the field think such efforts are widely premature and could have the opposite effect of what Eisman expects. Quote, the current state of science is not good enough to either reject or to accept, let alone implement, solar engineering, wrote Janos Pastor, executive director of the Carnegie Climate Governance Initiative, in an email. The initiative is calling for oversight of geoengineering and other climate-altering technologies, whether by governments, international accords, or scientific bodies. Honestly, I trust none of them. So it's like, how do you hold groups like this accountable if we also don't trust the people that say they're going to hold them accountable? It's like, how do we hold bad companies that sell toxic chemicals in their products that we eat and use on our skin every day? How do we hold them accountable if we can't trust the FDA because they're employing and getting rich off of the same kind of stuff? And they've got all these backdoor deals. What do we do in a situation like this? I don't know. Okay. They said, quote, to go ahead with implementation at this stage is a very bad idea. He added, comparing it to Chinese scientist He Jiankui's, I said that wrong, I'm sorry, decision to use CRISPR, C-R-I-S-P-R, to edit the DNA of embryos while the scientific community was still debating the safety and ethics of such a step. Suchi Talati, a scholar in residence at American University, oh, I went there, who is forming a nonprofit focused on governance and justice in solar engineering, says make sunsets actions could set back the scientific field, reducing funding, dampening government support for trusted research, and accelerating calls to restrict studies. The company's behavior plays into long-held fears that a rogue actor with no particle knowledge of atmospheric science or the implications of the technology could unilaterally choose to geoengineer the climate. Can you... Are you guys tracking this? Like, this is really bad. Without any kind of consensus around whether it's okay to do so. Get it? it? It's not okay to do so. Or what the appropriate global average temperature should be. That's because it's relatively cheap and technically simple to do, at least in a crude way. You guys, this is playing God and it is disturbing to me. I actually really enjoy learning about science. And when you learn how fragile everything is... And how in unison everything works, but in its like everything works in a collective manner. And if you tweak just a couple things, you can cause major, major damage that could last decades. Like th this is not kind of the stuff you want to be playing with. And you have climate change activists that are calling themselves a cult with no oversight now saying that they're just going to start releasing things into the air all to fight climate change and they don't care about the potential risks because they say that it's such a concern we've got to fix it now and figure out the problems later david victor a political scientist at the university of california san diego warned of such a scenario more than a decade ago a quote green finger self-appointed protector of the planet could force a lot of geoengineering on his own he said invoking the gold finger character from a 1964 james bond movie best remembered for murdering a woman by painting her gold some observers were quick to draw parallels between Make Sunsets and a decade-old incident in which an American entrepreneur reportedly poured a hundred tons of iron sulfate into the ocean in an effort to spawn a plankton boom that could aid salmon populations and suck down carbon dioxide from the atmosphere. Critics say it violated international restrictions on what's known as iron fertilization, which were in part inspired by a growing number of commercial proposals to sell carbon credits for such work. Some believe it subsequently stunted research efforts in field. 
Pastor and others stressed that Make Sunset's efforts underscored the urgent need to establish broad-based oversight and clear rules for responsible research in geoengineering and help determine whether or under what conditions there should be a social license to move forward with experiments and beyond. As MIT Technology Review first reported, the Biden administration is developing a federal research plan that would guide how scientists proceed with geoengineering studies. Balloon launches. Next section. By Eisman's own description, the first two balloon launches were very rudimentary. He says they occurred in April somewhere in the state of Baja, California, months before Make Sunsets was incorporated in October. So they were experimenting before they even had status as an entity in the country. Eisman says he pumped a few grams of sulfur dioxide into weather balloons and added what he estimated would be the right amount of helium to carry them into the stratosphere. How great. He expected they would burst under pressure at that altitude and release the particles, but it's not clear whether that happened, where the balloons ended up, or what impact the particles had because there was no monitoring equipment on board the balloons. So the guy literally is just releasing stuff and has no way to track if it had an impact or not. And imagine you imagine something like that actually happens and nobody understands that it's because some lunatic actually released balloons with a bunch of chemicals inside. Eisman also acknowledges that they did not seek any approvals from government authorities or scientific agencies in Mexico or elsewhere before the first two launches. This was firmly in science project territory, he says, adding, quote, basically it was to confirm that I could do it. A 2018 white paper raised the possibility that an environmental humanitarian and other type of group could use this simple balloon approach to carry out a distributed do-it-yourself geoengineering scheme. In future work, Make Sunsets hopes to increase the sulfur payloads, add telemetry equipment, and other sensors, eventually move to reusable balloons, and publish data following the launches. The company is already attempting to earn revenue from the cooling effects of future flights. It is offering to sell $10 cooling credits for releasing one gram of particles into the stratosphere, enough, it asserts, to offset the warming effect of one ton of carbon each year. What I want to do is to create as much cooling as I responsibly can over the rest of my life, frankly, Eisman says, adding later that they will deploy as much sulfur in 2023 as we can get customers to pay for us. The company says it has raised $750,000 in funding from Boost VC and Pioneer Fund, among others, and that its early investors have also been purchasing cooling credits. The venture firms didn't respond to inquiries from MIT Technology Review before press time. Zelati was highly critical of the company's scientific claims, stressing that no one can credibly sell credits that purport to represent such a specific program outcome, given the vast uncertainty at this stage of research. What they're claiming, quote, to actually accomplish with such a credit is the entirety of what's uncertain right now about geoengineering, she says. Kelly Wanzer, executive director of Silver Lining, a nonprofit that supports research efforts on climate risks and potential interventions, agreed. She said, quote, from a business perspective, reflective cooling effects and risks cannot currently be quantified in any meaningful way, making the offering a speculative form of junk credit that is unlikely to have value to climate credit markets, she wrote in an email. Talati adds that it's hypocritical for Make Sunsets to assert they're acting on humanitarian grounds while moving ahead without meaningfully engaging with the public, including those who could be affected by their actions. She says, quote, they're violating the rights of communities to dictate their own future. David Keith, one of the world's leading experts on solar engineering, 
says the amount of material in question, less than 10 grams of sulfur per flight, doesn't represent any real environmental danger. A commercial flight can emit about 100 grams per minute, he points out. Keith and his colleagues at Harvard University have worked for years to move forward on small-scale stratospheric experiments known as SCOPEX, S-C-O-P-E-X, which have been repeatedly delayed. But he says he's troubled by any effort to privatize core geoengineering technologies, including patenting them or selling credits for the releases, because, quote, commercial development cannot produce the level of transparency and trust the world needs to make sensible decisions about deployment. Okay, it's like, but I don't trust the government either. Keith says a private company would have financial motives to oversell the benefits, downplay the risks, and continue selling its services even as the planet cools to lower than pre-industrial temperatures. Doing it as a startup is a terrible idea. Okay, I agree with that. For its part, the company says it's operating on the best modeling research available today and that it will adjust its practices as it learns more and hopes to collaborate with nations and experts to guide these efforts as it scales up. Quote, we are convinced solar geoengineering is the only feasible path to staying below 2 degrees Celsius of warming over pre-industrial levels, and we will work with the scientific community to deploy this life-saving tool as safely and quickly as possible, said Eisman in an email. But critics stress that the time to engage with experts and the public would have been before the company began injecting material into the stratosphere and trying to sell cooling credits, and that it's likely an icy reception for many of those parties now. But you guys, thanks for listening. I appreciate it. If you haven't yet, hit subscribe, and I will see you on the next episode. Bye-bye.